Hey team, Jared Goundry here. I'm six weeks away from being broke. If you think quitting all your jobs to make money solely from jokes and being creative is absolutely crazy, you'd be correct. Enjoy the episode. Probably sitting around 20, 22 weeks from broke. Um, haven't really resolved my getting my invoice issue yet. Got a couple come in that just cleared out the overheads for the next few gigs. So still, we're doing well. We're not doing well. It's all difficult. It's okay. What do we do this week? We had a little break from doing solo shows, which was delightful. I'm just going to say that was absolutely awesome just to have a breather from my own fucking admin mind to just go and do some gigs on other people's lineups. It was great. Did a 150 seat charity gala in Geelong, which was unreal. Did a, and then I went down to back to Wagga Wagga and then a place called Chumut which is in the middle of nowhere, Snowy Mountains, absolutely gorgeous, both with the Riverina Comedy Club. And uh, didn't get paid a lot for those gigs, but we had a secondary objective. That objective was, so I'd done my own show in Wagga Wagga the week before and pulled really good numbers there, made lots of good money, which we're happy about. The Riverina Comedy Club, which is in Wagga Wagga, went there, did a feature spot, you know, which is close a bracket. Quite honestly, just fucking wiped the floor like it was crush town, right? And uh, on both shows. So then went to the organizer and I said, hey, look, obviously did a big crush. I was in Wagga Wagga the week prior, pulled good numbers. Next time I come, do you reckon I could just headline the club and, you know, I'll treat it as if I'm producing my own show and I'll bring everybody down. And it's kind of like a win-win. And then the guy was like, yeah, absolutely done. So that means next time I come into town, I can do my show at the comedy club and I can leverage my own marketing, the club's marketing. And yeah, that just means next year or the year after or whenever I go on my second tour after this, so we can increase those numbers, try push into the 100 mark, and then yeah, boom, that's how it's all it's all going. So, which is good. But another thing that's happened over the last couple of weeks is this podcast is back in the top 200 charts in the UK, which is uh, core blimey, eh, Governor? Thanks so very much for that. Um, to all the British fans, one, I don't know how you got here, two, I'm, there, I'm glad you are, three, what are you doing? Oh yeah, this week, uh, sorry, the last two weeks I picked up 500 followers over on Instagram and in the last three weeks, 5,000 followers over on TikTok. In this episode, I want to have a little chat about how as an artist or a performer or a small business or whatever you might be, I'm not too sure anymore. Uh, how do you increase the followers on your page? Because social media is the most powerful tool that I have as a performer. It allows me to be in control of my own marketing apparatus. Um, if you can build it out, you can change your life. It's really how you speak to your customers. It's super powerful. Thing didn't exist in the 80s, didn't exist in the 90s. It's only going to keep going from here. If you think it's going away, it's not. It's only going to change and get more fluid and difficult. So this subject, like let's say if you go on YouTube, right, and you go, how do I build a following? You'll get a whole bunch of videos that come up that says, this is how I built my channel from zero to 100,000 followers in 30 days. I don't want to talk about that. I think that's probably a little bit unrealistic, probably a little bit clickbaity. So I just want to talk about some tangible ways to get some more followers because it's something that I've done pretty consistently over a couple of years, um, which means we first thing we want to talk about is what is a follower. 
Okay, so sometimes we associate having a lot of followers as being a good thing, but I'm going to say that it kind of depends. So I put it into two categories, and one is what is a good follower and what is a bad follower. Okay, so we'll say what is a bad follower first. So, you know, you're on Instagram sometimes, either a small business, a cafe, a beauty company, or one of those fake ladies that just sends you a friend request and they've got big titties and it's clearly like two posts and like 400 friends, but they're following 9,000 people. These people are all bad followers. Okay, so what do I mean by that is they're going to go into your follow account it's going to increase it. But that person isn't like coming to a comedy show, for example, or if you're a uh, musician, they're not going to come to a bar and watch you. They're probably not even going to like your status. They're probably not even going to comment on it. They're not adding any sort of value to your following. What's a good follower? A good follower is someone within your close network, friends, family, someone that's already come into your business and given you a follow. Um, somebody that's come in that's watched a reel or, or whatever and they think it's quite funny. Yeah, someone that you've picked up from a gig, someone that's invested. Now, you want good followers, obviously. You're going to always have some bad followers, but I did something, I think it was maybe 18 months ago, whereas, so I had 7,000 followers. I ended up, I deleted, I, I treated my social media like a plant and I was like, fuck, this thing needs a, I mean, needs a prune. So I went through, in total, it was about 1,500 followers. I cut them away. I went and deleted them. I made them unfollow me. It wasn't like, I'm not following them. It's like, no, I'm un- getting them to unfollow me. I took my following down to about 5,000, which a lot of people thought was probably a bit crazy, you know? They're like, Jared, don't you want a lot of followers? Yes, yeah, like, yeah, but I want them to, I want some action from them, more importantly. I want some engagement from them because, Let's say we'll use the the figure 1,000 followers as a bit of math, okay? So you put up an Instagram post. Uh, It's not giving it to all of those 1,000 people, okay? It's probably giving it to like 15,000 first, and then if people start interacting with it and liking it, that's when it gives it to the next bunch of people, okay? So I always think social media is really cool because it's merit-based, okay? So if you do something and people like it and people engage with it, the basic computer program, the algorithm, this word that everyone just keeps thinking is like going to enslave us. It might, but it it knows what it's doing, right? So it's like, hey, people are, think this is great. So let's give it to someone else. Um, that's why you'll see a, most things that go viral these days, especially news articles are something that's quite divisive because you get a lot of engagement on it. Okay, so then the algorithm's like, people, this is interesting. This is creating conversation. Let's give it to more people because it's clearly impactful. Now, by having a lot of bad followers and increasing your follower count, right, sort of neuters that in the, cuts its balls off. Doesn't allow, because you put out a post, goes to 15% of your following. Um, Some of that 15% is probably these bad followers, a small business or a cafe that doesn't have time to check their stuff, doesn't really care. They just followed you. Hopefully they got a follow back. There's no engagement there. So sometimes it just kind of puts a big block on the whole system. So I took my following back down to 5,000, 5,500, whatever it was. And then I immediately saw that my posts, because I cut that 1,500 followers directly out of my bad following, it only in, yeah increased the percentage of the good by a lot. So I saw my engagement go up. 
and I'd got those followers back, not same, different people, way super quick, like within six, probably six to eight months. Yeah, really just, yeah, took it out. And I'm, I'm due for another little cull, to be honest, because, uh, yeah, you're not quite sure. So easy thing, go into your followers, hit who's following you, have a look and just be like, is this person, do they actually care what I'm doing? Do they care what I'm trying to put out to the world? Okay, so I'm on a mission where I'm doing what I like with my life. Um, go into your following and have a look. I'm like, does this person actually care what I'm doing with my life? If not, you can fuck them off. Can't recommend it enough. Which brings us into my, I did a coaching session with a, a young artist the other day and they said to me, they said, hey, should I just go and buy some followers? And I said, don't you fucking dare do that. One, it's cringy. Two, they're all bad followers, right? You're going to fuck your social media up, right? It might look good for a very short period of time, but then you're going to get serious about your career. You're going to start wanting to posting things and you're like, why isn't anyone getting on board? It's like, because you've just kicked yourself in the balls. So that's the number one advice about pruning your follower list because um, it's all about the engagement. How I increased my followers in the last couple of weeks was through collaboration. This is something very important. I'm only just discovering the power of this. So figuring out what I am. So I'm a comedian, I'm a chef, I used to be in the military, right? Let's look at those three Venn diagrams of what I am. This is who I am. Um, I know I've got a listener who is a comedian and a truck driver, okay? There's two Venn diagrams. I know I've got a listener who, you know, used to play footy and is a comedian, has a podcast. We go, all right, let's start looking at these Venn diagrams, right? I follow, there's like a huge military meme page on Instagram. It's got 45,000 followers. Um, I'm on their page because... I follow it and I put the notification on. So if they, if they put up a post, I, I, it lets me know. The other day they put up a post about the chief of the defense force, who's a bit of a, like a weirdo, and just something that he'd said. It was literally a quote. Boom. I commented on this post and just said, geez, this guy's a wet piece of wet spaghetti. Not even that funny, but like 600 people liked that comment, right? And then obviously they're like, who's this guy? They click on my account. They see that I'm in the same Venn diagram as them. Okay. They're all on that page for the humor. They see this guy's a comedian. This guy's a veteran. That's in my wheelhouse to follow. So they follow me. Bang. I've got more good followers, right? So if I was a comedian and a truck driver, I would be like hitting up what other like truck related. There's a fucking group for everything these days. Yeah truck memes surely exists right just stuff that you think how can i get more good followers especially if you're posting that sort of content you know like if i was heavily into into football like i'd be posting a lot of football related content then i'd be going on like the afl page and like commenting on other people's comments and then like just trying to pick up some followers because people like they look at these comments and they go that's funny who's this person all right i'll give them a follow and then you never know, they might come down to your show. It's super powerful. I also collaborated. I reached out and went on like probably Australia's biggest military podcast and was a guest on that show. Probably picked up 500 followers 
just from that, to be honest. Those people of those 500, I reckon 120 messaged me, said that was a really great chat on this podcast. I love it. Um, let me know when you come in Adelaide next. Boom, 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 boom. Now they follow me. Now I'm in their life. Now when they're doing on the toilet, taking a shit, like they get to see what I'm up to. I'm going to slowly creep in there. If I was heavily into football and I was a comedian, I would be seeking out every podcast that talks about footy, send them a message, be like, hey, my name's such and such. Uh, I used to play for this. My family's did this. This is my background. I'm now a comedian traveling around, do a lot of footy clubs. I've got a lot of cool stories. Can I be a guest? And they go, yeah, sweet. All right, cool. Um, Start small. Start with the people that have, I mean, like 100, 200 listeners. If they've got 200 listeners and, you know, 10% of them jump on, that's, that's 20 followers, right? But then the more podcasts you do, you can get onto one. You might get onto one a year that's got heaps of listeners and then they boom and then they follow on to you. You know what I mean? That's how exactly how it works. I know probably commenting on stuff takes a lot of time. So I don't sit around and do it. I'd purely just, that's an activity that I do when I'm waiting for something. If I'm on a train, if I'm on the toilet, waiting on an appointment before a meeting, I just jump on my social media and I go, I'm going to do some commenting. It sounds cringy, but like I have fun with it and I quite enjoy it now. Although I'm doing it for the purpose of engagement and interaction, I'm also doing it for the purpose of fun. So be yourself with it and don't pretend to be something that you're not. And uh, yeah, just authenticity will shine through because it's all about engagement too. Those people come on your page, they start engaging with your content, that content goes out to more people, blah, 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 blah all about engagement. I did this little trick recently, which is uh, I love memes. I'm obsessed with memes. I'm in a group chat of people that just are meme enthusiasts. And I was like, I'm going to start putting these on my Instagram story. I just want to share it with the world. Boom. I put out a meme on my story and that story gets three times as much engagement as me just doing a, oh, I'm coming and doing a gig here. So now I go meme information story, meme, information story. So because the stories are getting engagement, people are coming into the stories to see what's going on. Then they say, oh, old mate's coming to Aubrey. So I'm just trying to like hide my advertisements within me having a little bit of fun. Um, Another good way I use to get good followers, good, strong followers is quite simple. It's very analog. It's just I printed some cards which say, hey, give me a follow. I keep them on me. If I ever do a good gig where I just kind of crush, and people, they want to come up and talk to you afterwards. And they, hey, that was great. You hand them a card and you say, mate, I'd really love it if you followed me. It means a lot. It helps me out a lot. And they go, I will. Boom. That's a good follower. The more good followers you have as opposed to bad followers, the better. Cannot drill that in enough. But I guess the question I get most is like, what should I post on my social media? What should I post? It's what everyone says. What should I post? The answer to that question is kind of whatever you want. I think you should really kind of post and be yourself. You know, the, as soon as I did that on TikTok and just started talking about things I knew, the whole thing blew up. You can do something called series as well. Like on Instagram, for example, you could think of a series. Aaron Gox is very good at this. He's a comedian. You should go check out his um, Facebook page. But he will just he has like an, a couple of themes that he keeps running with his posting. These are the bar. He goes, he has like bar me's of Australia where he just takes a picture of a bar me that he has when he travels around. And then people jump on and comment that. They're like, looks good. You should try the one from here. You should try the one from there. He was also doing another thing, which was called like Sanities of Australia, where he just got a picture, every sanity 
the fucking CD store in Australia, which is hilarious, um, to the point where Sanity finally closed down. And then, like, I saw a news article. People were like, they wanted his opinion. He was like a subject matter expert on it, on Sanity Australia. But it's also just, it allows people to kind of, yeah, just see something else instead of being a musician or being a comedian or being your small business. It just kind of allows people to check in with something else. Does that make sense? You know, as a comic, I'd be doing like something about myself that I like. I would post something about a gig once a week. And um, then like maybe you could take a picture of yourself and you could put a joke on it as well. And then the people that follow you will just kind of slowly be like, this person's funny. They don't remember anything about it, but they're just like, this person's giving it a go and they think they're, and I think they're funny. So good tip you can do as well as create a content calendar. Content calendar is just a regular calendar. And you say, right, keep it manageable. I want to do five pieces of content a week. That is three on Instagram, one on Facebook, and uh, I don't know, one on Twitter. You're right, cool. You put that on, you spread that, you go Mondays I do Instagram, Tuesdays I do Facebook, Wednesdays I'm back on Instagram, Thursdays Twitter, um, Fridays Instagram, Mondays the back on the wrap-up of the weekend, just gone. Like that's a pretty good social media footprint. And then when you start engaging with good followers – they then come to your page and they've got something to see. That's when people go, this person's doing it. I'm going to give them a follow. And then you can just increase that. Start small. Don't stay. I'm going to do 20 pieces of content a day. Like, fuck that. Like you get on these YouTube videos and they're like, this is how you get a hundred thousand followers. And they're like, you need 40 pieces of content. Like fuck off with that shit and just start small and keep it manageable and do something you like. And the main thing is don't be afraid to bomb. Don't put up, a piece of content or a picture and be like, this is going to get 2000. Like it's not okay. Just build it. Allow the people who follow you to go along that journey with you. And then they get on board just through exposure. You know what I mean? Coca-Cola didn't just put up billboards everywhere. And then everyone was like, fuck yeah, Coca-Cola. It's been seeping in our brains for like a hundred plus years. And that just, it builds a brand that it is today. Okay. You are a band. We are a brand. Do the brand stuff. That's all for me. Cheers. Do you enjoy art, artists, or comedy in general? Consider supporting this show at www.patreon forward slash Jared Gandry. Or just Google Jared Gandry Patreon, it'll come up, right? For just two bucks, you can get bonus episodes and content. And together, we can work towards helping me get seven weeks from broke. Send us a message on my Instagram at Jared Gandry. See you there.